Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game. Sorry, I had a brain fart there at the beginning of this thing. Already thinking about all the things I want and have to do this Friday. And top of them is to do a call sheet review and weekend preview with you. So let's jump right into it. It's going to be a quick one. Have an action-packed day today. Um, it's, it's Friday. It's got to got to get it all in. Uh, we're going to take a look at the feature presentation first. I am actually seeing these for the first time with you all, so allow me a sense of wonder and discovery. And you know what? Actually, let's we'll uh, let's let's get a little uh, basis real quick. Let's start with mine uh, to give you an idea of what my strategy was going into this weekend. And yeah, you're seeing it. I'm all in on low riders. I think even with an expected 50% plus, well, even with a 50% drop. We're still going to get about 1.2 million, which would equate to about 12 fantasy points at the platform level. But Lowriders actually increased their screen count from 275, I believe, or 295 to 365. Okay, so so what we can ex expect here is maybe a drop off, not as severe. It actually might hold around. Uh, it might actually retain about you know 70% of its box office. So if, even if we get about you know 2 million, 1.8, that's still going to give you probably more points, you know, uh, you know, in its release type than any other than any other uh, film this weekend. So that's why I, I stacked Lowriders hard. This is a this is a max stack. Yes, <laughs> been a while since we see one of these. This is a max stack. This is an eight uh, an an eight pack of actors from one film. It's the most you can do in this game. I tried to get uh, 10 actors per film uh, in the talent pool. You can only get eight from one film because of course you have to have at least one actor from each of the three release types. And this is me going all in on Lowriders. Don't let me down, East LA, don't let me down. Uh, also, I have Michael Fassbender from Alien Covenant. I mean, I had, I had money to spare, so I went with the higher, uh, I went with the higher, uh, uh, headliner from Alien Covenant, <clears throat> and I like Fastbender. Great actor, very well accomplished. Look at all these things he's been. He's he's amazing, and and actually, uh, whoa, Fastbender was in Split. Oh, that's right, he was the voice. Okay, or something. Anyways, um, yeah. So Fastbender, uh, I actually saw Alien Covenant last night. Really enjoyed it. Um, scary as hell. Uh, predictable in some point like you can i mean if you if you're any kind of fan of these type of movies you can kind of tell you know what's going to happen that doesn't necessarily ruin the fun of it i mean it's like james bond you know james bond's gonna live get the girl blow shit up so you know you don't see you know you don't go to see a james bond movie to watch him die whatever per se so you kind of know what's going to go on with these alien movies but even the build-up and the anticipation um to you know to the the aliens coming out to play is really well done and fastbender i'm not going to spoil anything but definitely see this because fast this is fastbender as they say like you've never seen him before <laughs> but he does a really good job in in a very taxing role it's it's a really good job by Fat. If you like Michael Fassbender, you're gonna love Alien Covenant. You got a lot of Fassbender. I do mean a lot of Fassbender. Uh, and then also I've got Eugenio Derbez from How to Be a Latin Lover. Um, it's not I would it's it's not like I punted you know limited release. Limited release uh, is 
it's a bit of a dumpster fire this week. It's always our most troubled release type, only because when you get those tweeners, it's kind of hard to to get a lot of bang for your buck. And and How to Be a Latin Lover is entering, I believe, its third or fourth weekend. Um, I don't. I mean, it's it's probably running out of steam, but it could probably get you. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll probably it might get you. Uh, you know, two two or three, uh, maybe maybe four or five at the headliner status. Uh, uh, points, even though it probably only gets you about another, you know, one and a half, two million. But you know, that's that was my best shot with you know for limited release. Not a lot to pick from this week. You're not de- you're definitely not doing something like the circle. That's just you know bad play. Okay, so in honor of our boy Jay Devlin, whom I thought I had outside chance to get onto the podcast, he's busy traveling. Back to his native Philadelphia area. Um, we're going to check out his call. Oh, my God. He has the exact same call sheet. Damn it. You know, there was a rumor in um, there was a rumor in uh, which, uh, the, the group chat that we had the exact same call sheet, and we do. <laughs> That's awesome, except he went with the lower-priced uh, Billy Crudup in Alien Covenant over, say, uh, uh, over Fastbender. Oh my goodness! Okay, well, I hope this isn't the start of a trend. Um, I mean, great minds and all that stuff, but damn, you've got the exact same call sheet. That's interesting. All right, let's check out Ring Balls twenty-two. One of the great players of the game. He was our call sheet of the week last week. Let's see what he was thinking. Okay, so he's got a headliner stack of Alien Covenant. Nice. Uh, one, two, three. All right, he's got a he's got a trifecta of low riders, including the headliner stack of Ava Longoria and Demian Bashir, who who I might add. Damien Bashir is also in uh, Alien Covenant, um, but it, that movie's dark. Like you, like you can barely see his face half time because that movie's like a lot in the dark. So you never, you probably never know it was him, but it's him. Uh, he's got uh, Michael Sheen as a headliner and a non-headliner from Norman: The Moderate Rise and Tragic Fall of a New York Fixer, and then uh, a, then looks like he's got a headliner stack from Bahu Bali Two: The Conclusion and Kevin Klein from Beauty and the Beast which looks more like a punt situation as Beauty and the Beast is in limited release this week. Yeah, 17. Oh, wow. You know what? Actually, that's pretty smart. Um, and I'll tell you why Beauty and the Beast, even though it looks punt-ish, it might not, might not be that bad because it's it's at the upper echelon of limited release. As, as you recall, limited release are films that are on screens between, uh, between 501 up to... 1999 screens so it's so being being on 1792 screens actually uh really is really smart strategy because if you look at the week weekend previous beauty and the beast still oh wow that's a really good play beauty and the beast still did almost five million last weekend it's only dropping about 400 screens if if you assume and if you assume it does about eh, let's say it does 1800 a screen some on-the-fly math here, because it did 2,200 a screen last weekend. You're looking at 3.59, 3.6 million, which is good for oh, that's just so smart. Okay, that's good for about 7.2 points uh, for a regular actor. So that's 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 really well played. I like that. Um, that's I totally did not <clears throat> take into account Beating the Beast because it'd been at wide release for so long, giving kind of minimal returns, a slight drop into 
<clears throat> into limited release territory would actually get you probably more points than any other limited release this week. So that's that's for, this is a really solid call sheet, as always, for Ringballs22. I like to say he's got the cheat code because he works in the movie theater and he gets like a lot of these early reactions. Sometimes he gets like these advanced screenings, you know, more power to him. Actually, one of my... Um, one of my dreams and goals for this, this company uh, down the road is to be at a level where, where uh, you know, wherever we're, we're located. Right now, we're headquartered in Vegas, whatever. Um, if we ever move to Los Angeles or have a Los Angeles office or, or, or wherever we may, we may be, I would love to have, like, you know, uh, like like daily or weekly screenings of of movies that like the studio send us for you know for everyone that you know you could just walk in and and watch during your lunch break or something you know what the movie of the day is and and uh, have it be like some some movie that's coming up that you know we get it kind of advance screening to that'd be really cool but yeah this is uh so yeah he's using his natural advantage to his advantage great looking call sheet as always ring balls twenty two. <clears throat> Let's also take a look at Smart Ash, his partner in crime. They actually split trading off atop the the contest last week. Smart Ash. Let's see what she was thinking. And she has a Guardians of the Galaxy headliner stack. All right. Um, and actually, if you if you look at the weekend projections for Oh, this is last week's. Look at the weekend projections on Box Office Pro. They're looking at. Let's see, there we go. Uh, they're they're looking at uh, you know Guardians Galaxy repeating, but just slightly. So these either could either flip flop. I honestly think this hold for Guardians Galaxy is too high. I mean, I I don't know. I, I guess people like Guardians Galaxy Volume Two. I was really kind of lukewarm on it. Um, I mean, it's, look, it's, it's, it's made its money. 300 million domestically in, you know, three weekends, whatever. is nothing to sneeze at. Um, I actually think it's going to drop like 55% per se. So that would probably put it down like 30. And Alien Covenant, I think this is actually a little bit low. I think it's going to be more like 40. Our over-under poll, actually, thanks for asking. Our over-under is uh, 40 million. Uh, for the for our Twitter poll at Play Cinema Draft on Twitter, you can go cast your vote, and it looks like the the overs have it. Uh, over 40 million, 71 percent to 29 percent, under 40 million so far. Definitely check us out at Play Cinema Draft to cast your vote. And so then, so yeah, so she has the headliner stack of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, 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 the uh, uh, sorry, a trio of low riders, Jenny Slate from Gifted, headliner in limited release that is her obligatory limited release pick uh she also has uh the headliner stack from norman and it's kind of interesting let's uh dig into norman real quick it's it expanded 373 screens last weekend it didn't do too bad um 2500 per screen 382,000. if you, it's basically it's essentially doubling its screens so we assume it doubles the screens. Let's let's say it even drops down to 2,000 per screen, at at 373 screens. Yeah, 746,000. That's a good solid seven and a half points almost. And then if you're doing headliners only, 
Oh man, ten point five points. I'm very, I'm very interested to see how Norman's going to do. If so, then whomever's got Norman on their call sheet, especially for headliners like uh, Smart Ash does, she's got the headliner stack, could do really well. I mean, it's that's the, this the, this headliner stack right here could be like the sneak attack to to vault her, you know, just past uh, a bunched up top. Now, one thing I will say about uh, Jay Devlin and mine. J. Devlin and Mai's mine. I got an English degree. I never get that part, that one right. Did you, about J. Devlin and my uh, strategy with uh, do with doing the 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 the, the, the maxi stack, the, the max stack of uh, lowriders with just one uh, aliens is that I wouldn't even say it's high risk, high reward. We already seen what lowriders can do, and even with fifty percent drop off, despite getting more screens, I mean we're we're still in fairly decent shape, but. Uh, thing about it is that it, it, it may it may uh, create some some differential is what I'm saying. So we so if we hit this absolutely right, you know we may get get some distance you know from these other these other players. If we get this wrong and lowriders under delivers, then the differential will go in the other direction where uh, people with a more traditional uh, call sheet like Smart Ash, like Ring Balls, you know with you know, uh, stacking with a headliner stack of one of the top two movies, they're gonna lap us like we're you know the trail car at NAS at, at a NASCAR event. So, uh, and also rounding off her call sheet is the headliner stack from Bajo Bali to the conclusion. This is, I mean, this is a very classic, well constructed call sheet. It's, I mean, it's not too risky. It's, it's not, it's, it's not too risky. It's not too. I mean, it's not even it's not safe either. It's just it's just solid. I mean, I mean the only the only real uh, unknown quantity is whether Guardian's going to re repeat at the top, and then also a little bit of how Norman's going to pre uh, perform. But it seems like Norman's going to get you solid points, even if it doesn't, you know, double its uh, it, its box office from last week. Okay, so let's go back and take a look at. Uh, Couple more call sheets. Um, okay, so let's oh, let's take a look at Cornell Westside, our our WBW. He's got a job. Uh, hopefully, he can still play us. Uh, went during uh, late summer when they start uh, setting up the writers' room for Dynasty. Very proud of Kevin Garnett, aka our working black writer, aka Chocolate Cardinal. AKA staff writer on the Dynasty reboot. I saw the trailer; it looks interesting um, and very soapy, very dishy, and lots, lots of great sets. I mean, Dynasty, the the era of opulence is back. Okay, so his call sheet uh, has oh, 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 interesting. So he's got the headliner stack of of Fastbender and Crudup in Alien Covenant. He's got Ava Longoria from Low Riders. He actually stacked Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Which the long haul, um, Diary of Wimpy Kid, the long haul, and going back to to the projections, they're projecting about nine million for Diary of Wimpy Kid. It's in wide release, so it's interesting. That it's 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 it looks like he's he's going um, for you know a known property. It's it's I guess it's the third or fourth in the series of these movies. There really isn't anything new out there for the family set. So nine million actually might be a little low. It might actually it could actually outperform. And I do remember our boy Lance, Lance Collins, um, part of the, the dad pod with Lance and Law a few weeks ago. He said that uh, that he and his daughter, uh, Sienna, hey Sienna, uh, enjoyed Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, or you know, that was one of his picks for family movies. So that was, that was really cool. Um, so I guess 
you know, he'll be out there this weekend. Actually, I might have to text him to see if he and Sienna are going to go check it out because that might give us some insight to how it's going to do at the box office this weekend. Uh, let's see, How to Be a Latin Lovers. Salma Hayek as a <clears throat> as a headliner, and then Champion, which is you know it, it's a black box. Um, <clears throat> it's only on estimated thirty one screens. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if this is a faith based film. Maybe it is. I don't know. It's it's just I I can't call it. I I I did see it. It's it's being it's being released. We can't confirm the screen count on Box House Mojo, but I did go to the distributor site and and literally counted up. Uh, how many theaters it's in. So that's where we get the number of 31 screens. <clears throat> it's dirt cheap. All the actors in that film are 5,000. And you just never know with, with some of these, you know, smaller type films. Maybe there's like a niche that tapped into that we're, we're unaware. It, it could certainly be a faith-based faith-based film. And faith-based films have, you know, some of the best inherent marketing. It's called Sundays and it's called Church. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how Champion performs. I'm very curious about that one. All right, so solid call sheet from Cornell West Side. That's for you, Jay Devlin. Um, you know, we expect you to be, you know, in the top ten as usual. Um, well, I gotta wrap this up because I gotta go. So let's take a look at a newer. Let's take a look at a couple new call sheets. See how they did. Smee, new player. Welcome. Hope you're listening to the podcast. Hope you're <clears throat> you've been uh, checking out our materials, our basic strategy guide, doing everything you need to do to improve at this game. Let's take a look at your call sheet. So, all right. Uh, so this is this is a pretty this is a pretty decent call sheet. So he starts off with with uh, the headliner stack from Alien Covenant. He's got uh, Emma Watson from Beauty and the Beast headliner. So as I mentioned, that's probably the smartest play uh, in limited release. He's got exposure to Diary of Wimpy Kid, uh, not a headliner, uh, 7200, Beth Keener. Uh, jo Joan Cusack in Snatch, not a headliner. Uh, Alec Baldwin, headliner from Paris Can Wait. Uh, headliner Stack from Champion. And uh, headliner from Boss Baby and Jude Law, King Arthur. Not bad, not a bad call sheet. Um, for your first time, you, you got a, a good amount of headliners, that's smart. Uh, my only concern, we oh, it looks like so. Being the Beast is estimated to do 3.37 million this weekend, so that's interesting. Uh, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword, because that's that's a film that got off to a, a tough start. I mean, even though we we dropped the price, uh, the, the the prices on the actors, the salaries on the actors by a good, I don't know, nine thousand maybe. Uh, it looks affordable, but it might be a little bit of fool's gold. Ninety seven hundred. Um, you actually might be better served having used that. Hell, even towards a headliner from Snatched. Um, you know, you could probably have used that ninety seven hundred. You still had twenty two hundred left over, so you probably could have gotten yourself Amy Schumer, or Goldie Hawn, because Snatched, I believe, is going to do. Oh wow, Snatch actually only expecting eight point six million. Interesting. So yeah, so it's I don't know. I'm I I'm curious to see how this this call sheet performs. Um, it's not a bad call sheet. It it covers a lot of bases. Uh, you get a lot of the the foundations right, like going with your Alien Covenant. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, Alien Covenant had just Michael Fassbender as as uh a headliner. It Jesse Smollett, who does good work here and every week on Empire, um, he actually is a non-headliner. So I think this might be your mistake right here. You probably could have spent. You had 2,200 remaining, and you could have spent, I think, another 800 to get yourself um, 
who's uh, Billy Crudup at 20,800, another 600 to get uh, Billy Crudup as the second headliner. So, so make sure everyone, when you're filling these call sheets, if you have, if you have the, the space, the, the remaining budget to get you a headliner, get you a headliner. Those headliners are worth 40% more. If Alien Covenant, let's say if Alien Covenant does 50 million, then, you know, Jesse Smollett would make, would get 50 points at one point per million in wide release. But our boy Fastbender and Crudup, they would get 70 points. So that's a real crucial uh, distinction. Make sure you get those headliners in. But otherwise, good start, uh, Smee, and good luck to you this weekend. And let's check out Tuck Nasty. I think he's played before, but it's been it's been a grip. So welcome back, Tuck Nasty. We like our returning players. All right, so Tuck Nasty has uh, Billy Crudup, Alien Covenant, uh, headliner stack from Beauty and the Beast. Uh, oh, and actually, oh, and this and this is a star-studded call sheet. It is an all-headliner call sheet. So good for you. Uh, he's got one from Bahu Bali to the conclusion. He's got the headliner stack from Norman, Chris Evans from Gifted, Zoe Saldana from Guardians of the Galaxy, and a headliner stack from Lowriders. So this is this is this is probably a, this is a very I guess he's I guess he calls a very balanced call sheet. It's, it's it feels pretty safe. I don't think it has enough oomph possibly to take number one, but it seems destined for Top five, top seven. I think this is, the thing is a call sheet that can cash. So welcome back, Tuck Nasty. Um, this is this, I'm very I'm I, I'm I'm have to think on this one for a minute off air, and and I'm I'm very curious about this call sheet. It it feels pretty safe. Like like it like it can get you a top you know four or five score. I just don't know if if there's enough. There, to like, if he'd had maybe two Alien Covenants and a Guardians, which actually might have been impossible. But if if, if he if I, I I'm it, it just feels it feels really safe. Like this one, this call sheet is destined to cash. I'm just curious how hard it will cash. So so good luck to you, Tuck Nasty. Looking forward to seeing how your stuff performs. Um, trying to think any other call sheets I made that were interesting. Not really. So so as as I've been doing in the recent weeks, I've start off creating call sheets for the background talent and worked my way up all the way to the feature presentation. And what I started with was actually, was probably pretty out there, pretty weird. Actually, no, mine was, mine had a headliner stack of Alien Covenant, a four pack of low riders, hit Jenny Slate from Gifted. I had, I had Norman, I had um, Andrew Cheney champion and Paris can wait. These two are, were just a little too risky, too much wild card for me. Uh, uh, the Cheney and Baldwin headliners respectively for champion and Paris can wait. So it was about, I think the, not the gaffer. Maybe. Yeah. No, I think it was about the, the, the best boy when I figured out. No, not the best boy. I think it was the, um, the key grip when I kind of figured out, Oh, I need to go all in on low riders. Like when I, when the math started catching up to me. So if you, if you're one who likes to play all five contests, I might suggest there might be a way to do it. Work out your strategy on the cheaper ones early, and then as you work your way up through the contests, you know you get a better idea of which way you want to uh, do, which way you want to uh, pursue.
you know, what strategy you want to pursue. So, so yeah, so that's, that's what we're looking at this week in the box house, everybody. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to try to keep this one uh, short, uh, you know, sign up, uh, or if you, or if you haven't signed up already, sign up, tell your friends, go to cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Uh, follow us on all of our social media, our corporate blogs at medium. Congratulations to our first ever feature as, uh, as meet the player, this is um you know really excited about about uh about this little uh hi- spotlight highlight. Meet the player, gamble twenty four seven, um our by far our biggest winner in this game over eleven hundred dollars won. Good for him, winner owner of a previous thirteen week streak. All this good stuff. He's he's really he's really a uh, good player. So congratulations to him, uh and just keep playing the game. Keep telling everybody we're going to take some efforts in in the upcoming weeks to grow the game so hopefully we'll see some of these prize pools expand we appreciate all of your support and it's the weekend everybody go see a movie or something